it's uh, the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. And I'm Kip. And I'm Doug. And this is Tosquissage <laughs> 3000. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're in season 3000. Yeah. People said we wouldn't get past, you know, season 200. I almost gave up every single episode. <laughs> but I, you know, I just keep coming back. <laughs> Tosspussage, Tosspussage, reviewing all your one-star reviewers. Kip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Tosspussage, Tosspussage, the one-star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One-star reviews, one-star reviews. We're reading one-star reviews. The new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. It's the number one podcast in the land. Yeah. Um, it's, I, ob- obviously, that's not nothing that we can pin down officially, like what the land is or any of that type of stuff. The, how big the land is. The Nielsen podcast ratings came out and we're number one. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's a little, yeah. It's uh, in the United States and Europe or just in the land? Uh, no, Joan and Richard Nielsen uh, started a <laughs> podcasting rating company, um, and we're number one. <laughs> That's huge. I didn't even know that. That's huge, yep. Doug. That's huge news. All right, let's kick this mother out. Okay. Okay, right. so our first segment on the show is, Doug, did we forget to tell the people anything at home? No. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nope, we told them everything. All right, so the first segment of the show, a real humdinger, it's called What You Got. And uh, we got, we tell what what we got <laughs> to uh, each other and yeah. to you, right? That's correct. Uh, so, Doug, what you got this week? What you got? Well, uh, I thought I'd do have a little departure from what I normally do. <laughs> and um, so? uh, this week... Uh, I am going to review Ivory Bar Soap. You mentioned the soap sessions continue. You mentioned Ivory Bar Soap uh, a f- couple episodes ago, and I'm, I yeah. thought, hmm, that's a good idea. <laughs> the hard stuff. That's what we used in my house growing up. Yeah, so I'll read a couple of the one star yeah. reviews and then uh, do some five stars. <laughs> All right, great. This person says, only the best, one star. Um, (laughs) and, and then, oh, their name is only the best. And then the headline is not, and uh, (laughs) they give it one star and they say, the headline is not. Yes. And then the review is a one star review. (laughs) That's it. But no, here's the review. It says in no way is this the original ivory soap. I have an exceptional memory for smells (laughs) and this is pathetic bar has only one thing in common with the original. It's white. It came in a paper wrapper that was stuck to the soap and took 10 minutes to scrape it off. If you really wanted the real deal, forget it. The ivory I know is gone forever. I mean, I I usually don't promote this, but I think the only way out for this person is a suicide. Uh, the, I, so would somebody change the formula on her or something? 
what happened? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's a big thing uh, with all these soap reviews is they believe the formula has changed. My theory for this, and I haven't looked into this in all, at all, but it's just a theory, <laughs> is that there was probably some illegal, awful chemicals in old soap yeah, that yeah. they I'm are sure, now yeah. re- they are now required to leave yeah. out, and it kind of yeah. makes the soap worse than it was before in a way. <laughs> and so these people this are for upset. all complaints. This goes to all complaints. Oh yeah, yeah, all soap complaints, especially for like lotions and yeah, body wash and oh, stuff. There's scary, yeah, oh yeah, they've had to take little, a lot of stuff out for environmental be a little bit reasons. A little bit of poison and soap. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you know, their thing, Ivory's thing was from the commercials. I can speak from the commercials as a lawyer. You said we were, you mentioned we were lawyers earlier. Yeah. Um, but I remember the commercial saying that it was like 99.9% oh. pure, right? Pure. This review talks about that. Ch- huh. uh, Chesty Polar, that's the person's <laughs> name sure, that they put down. Her, same wavelength. <laughs> Or him. One one star, not 99, 100 out of 100% pure anymore. Description claims the classic 99, 44, 100s. I don't understand what this person's saying. Do you want me to sing the song? Do you know the song? No. Oh, it goes like this. It goes like, I want to clean as real as ivory. It's got to be 99.44. I want oh. as real as ivory, nothing less, nothing more. I want to be pure, that's for sure. But what is pure soap? Like, it know. doesn't make any sense. No. Oh, it's 100% pure from the soap mines? Also, what's the what's the percentage <laughs> of error there? They only claim 99.44. The rest is the poison. <laughs> right, right. Poison. Yeah, the the <laughs> remaining 0. .66 or uh, whatever, 56 is uh, poison. Anyway, I'm not going to read the rest of that because your song was better. <laughs> Gotta be pure, that's for sure. Here's here's a one-star review from Brian Dial. He has the last name of a different soap. <laughs> yeah, rival soap. Yeah. Oh, so he's, who do you think he is? Like a Bartholomew Dial's great grand. <laughs> Son? I think they're the same company that makes both of them, <laughs> Procter and Gamble. Anyway, I'm glad I'm glad we don't have a fact checker. There should be an entire <laughs> well, fact checker. Good, t- uh, good time for me to mention this fact right here. Yeah, friend of mine went golfing with Gamble. I don't get it. From Procter and Gamble. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. he did. This is a true story. This isn't just me making something up. Like. The Gambles are pretty big time out here where I live. Mm-hmm. In Pasadena? Gamble family. You know? They run this town, the Gambles. Proctors aren't, you know, you don't. They're not welcome around here, Proctors, anymore. This is a gamble town. <laughs> I didn't but realize the gamble, there was a know, big split. The, the Gamble house, you know that thing is? It's like some sort of Pasadena fancy house. Oh, I thought that's just what they called casinos. <laughs> was yeah. a, a gamble yeah. house all right brian dial one yeah. star oh, that's right okay heir to the dial fortune and he says did not get what i ordered order was canceled seller decided not to offer what he put up for sale hmm. yeah so he's upset <laughs> you know he he didn't get the soap he ordered yet the order was canceled so he wasn't charged but he felt you know he felt slighted enough that he went through all the work of clicking two buttons 
and <laughs> didn't receive his soap. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I wonder if this was like, do you think there's an underground operation going on online where you can order the old poisony soaps? Oh, yeah, you I know, bet someone's the making the good, the good stuff <laughs> with yeah all the environmentally horrible yeah chemicals in it that uh, yeah. turn your turn your skin into the most into the softest <laughs> surface on earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be some black market thing going on there, and if not, we should get into it. I'm gonna switch to some five star reviews. Oh, excellent, excellent. Carol Deadder gives Ivory five stars and says. My husband can't tolerate anything but ivory. Does that include you, Carol? (laughs) I have bought him several soaps, but his skin itches and turns red after use. I couldn't find ivory in the store with COVID, so was glad to find it on Amazon. Okay, so there's a good reason to order it uh, over Amazon. But (laughs) So this guy's allergic to one of the ingredients in the other soaps. To every yeah, he's allergic to every other soap in the world yeah. except ivory. But I just this has come up in two or three other soap reviews where someone is writing a review about how what their husband thinks of the soap. <laughs> right. That's strange, isn't it? It's really like he strange. won't write it, so I'm gonna write it for him. Honey, have you written the review yet? <laughs> if you don't write it, I'm gonna write it. You're not gonna write it? Okay, I'll start I'm writing it right now. Do you want me to say anything? He's always telling everybody that comes over how much he likes the ivory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jacqueline Sanchez gives it five stars and says, Love ivory bar soap. Just recently returned to it after seeing a post on Amazon. The scent brings back childhood memories of using it on the grandkids when they sleep over. (laughs) Love, love, love. (laughs) The scent brings back... This makes no sense. So she thought that, the scent so brings she back thought. childhood memories of using it on the grandkids. <laughs> what? <laughs> so she was a, a grandfather child? Grandparent child? So. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, Holly Runquist gives it five stars and says, Restless legs. Uh, that's the headline. And then, bought to put under sheets for restless legs. Has helped. <laughs> Five stars? Five stars. <laughs> so, I don't know. I never even heard of that use. Uh, well, here's... Like the rats ones from before. They're like special use. Yeah, here's another one from Diana M. Five stars. Good old ivory soap. That's the headline. <laughs> Good old ivory soap. Who knew? I read that if you put a bar or two in between your bed sheets, that it helps with restless leg syndrome at night. I suffered horribly with RLS. Nothing worked. I was taking all types of medication for it. I tried this out of desperation a couple of months ago, and it works. I don't understand it at all, but I have not had any issues with RLS since I started sleeping with good old ivory soap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that, that checks out. That somehow checks out that the other soaps can't do it. An ivory can stop your legs from moving around at night. Yeah, it. Uh, from the little research I've done, <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> and my theory on this one, as a yeah. a, a graduate yeah. of the University of South Dakota Law School, 
and a private investigator. Yeah, as, exactly. <laughs> uh, and podcaster. Yeah. Is that these there's people out there who don't like any solution that modern medicine comes up with mm -hmm. for whatever their issues are. They would mm -hmm. rather take a homeopathic approach mm -hmm. or uh, an essential oil approach or whatever. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, and so when they find out about a new, like a uh, cure or solution to an issue of theirs, uh, it just sort of has the placebo effect for them. They so badly want this ivory bar soap thing to work. So it works. Right. You know, that's huh. my theory. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll look more into it and we'll get back to you next week with more about how ivory soap cures everything. <laughs> just inject it straight into your veins, like <laughs> the bleach. Um, all right, Kip, that's, that's what I got. What you got? Oh shit. It's my turn already. I love it when you <laughs> say that after. <laughs> oh, sh oh shit. We're doing a show. I don't know. Oh, here I'll read. Can I read yeah. one more? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this, well, it's a little sad, but we could always cut it out. Okay. Uh, MWB gives us five stars and says perfect size for small arthritic hands. <laughs> Whoa. These smaller size bars are the perfect size for my elderly mother who has arthritis and has trouble holding the large bars. <laughs> Since the small bars <laughs> don't slip out of her hands when soapy, she doesn't have to keep bending down to pick up the slippery thing either, making it safer for her during bath shower time as well. She likes the clean feel and scent. Win-win. First of all, I don't think these bars are drastically smaller than regular <laughs> right, soap. Right. And second of all, that if Extra. if you wanted a much smaller bar, you could get like those hotel soaps. Yeah, there's a whole section at the CVS of the cool travel size stuff. And all why is this like she should have a shower bench or something? She <laughs> shouldn't be standing up and bending over every time she drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. The though. soap. Well, I hope you. I hope you're able to reach her with this podcast. Oh, well. About her. I assume since uh, we reach about eighty percent of the world's population, <laughs> there's a good chance she's listening. You saved her life. Yeah, I saved her her life, and this was written December seventeenth, twenty twenty. So this is a recent uh, review mm. about this soap. Don't order soap online, people. This, that's what this entire last 10 episodes has been about. <laughs> All right, Kev, what you got? Um, well, we were talking this last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, about this uh, movie that I had seen in the past. <clears throat> Accidental Tourist? Yeah, no, it's, it's called a Far Out Man. Oh, with Tommy a, uh, Chong. Yeah, so it's, a, it's not a Cheech and Chong movie. It's a Chong movie. Now, did they just Only Chong. did they just completely cut out Cheech <laughs> no, in the edit room? Yeah, because of some sort, of, <laughs> some like a, in a some inappropriate thing he did in in the press, right? Or something. Yeah, uh, uh, <clears throat> Kevin Spacey'd him out of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's no, a no, he's he, a known know drug what, user. I, I, I'm not sure what their Cheech and Chong's relationship was at the time. Um, you know. 
but I don't know why he went off and did his own movie. But he, the fact is that he did. Uh-huh. He did a, a movie. There was a there's a comedy movie that's just Chong. Far Out Man. Yeah, Far Out Man. And uh, I thought I would look up a couple reviews on that movie because I I remember that it wasn't good. I remember, <laughs> sure. not, I remember not enjoying it. But at the same time, I was just like, where's Cheech? There When's was, Cheech going to show up? There, there was a, a certain age, though, where if a movie was a movie, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, for, just anything that was on HBO, right? Yeah, just from like the age of 8 to 15, probably. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this a movie? Okay, I'm going to watch it. Okay, that was a movie. I loved it. that's so true that's so true though oh man so anyway i was looking up some reviews of this movie on letterboxd Mm -hmm. just so i'd find some more people that had actually seen it you know you know how it feels good sometimes just find somebody else that's seen a movie you saw right Corey taylor who's probably just some guy you know who reviewed this movie far out uh he gives it one half of a star somehow i think you, you can do that on this one he says at least Tommy Chong is frankly apologetic in the opening credits of this film. The information dump about her reclusive father's land ownership by Ray Don Chong during a Jeep ride with Martin Mull is extremely <laughs> laggardly screenwriter shorthand. Far Out Man is a squalid, pitifully unfunny tax write-off for the Chong relatives in a tropical locale. Chong's directorial style is cluelessly blitzed with insipid (laughs) speed ramping, insipid speed ramping as a sight gag and himself playing an insufferable variation on his stoner persona. It's like, what? Why would this person watch or review this movie? (laughs) I thought that was still part of the review. (laughs) Yeah. No, there's no there's no reason to unless you're being paid by a publication to write a serious <laughs> review about Far Out Man. Uh, he goes on, Doug. But here's the thing. Yeah. Like we are reading his review and uh he probably well, he probably thought a bunch of people were going to read it. The fact of the matter is we're the only ones who have ever read it. <laughs> You're right. No one else has looked at Corey Taylor's review of Far Out Man except us. We're, <laughs> right. We are the You're audience right. for his this review. Anyway. Yeah. People should just start talking directly to us. Yeah. Okay. He continues. To the lowbrow Chong, the pronunciation of Dr. Little Dick, this is played <laughs> by Martin Mull, is hyperventilatingly humorous. The jokes never maturate beyond puerile with a band named The Farts and a transvestite clad in a nurse's uniform. <laughs> Again, why is this guy watching this movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and getting angry almost, and not turning it off. <laughs> it's almost as if Weird Al Yankovic collaborated on the excruciating drivel that defies comprehension. Well, this guy shouldn't be lumping in Weird Al <laughs> with <laughs> no, this. Don't so leave him out of this. Weird Al's great. Leave Weird Al out of this. (laughs) Yeah. The last thing any fan is clamoring for is Chong being orgasmic. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, That's probably true. (laughs) He's got a point. Uh, Does he have have an on-screen orgasm? 
I don't know. I don't remember this part. I, Hold on. I, let me uh, Google Chong orgasm. <laughs> Chong on screen orgasm. <laughs> anything? Anything come up? Oh, there's a there's a porn actress named Annabelle Chong. <laughs> so yeah, put Tommy Chong's head on her body. <laughs> No, Tommy Chong orgasm. Well, yeah, there's a YouTube video called Tommy Chong on having a healthy sex life. Oh, that sounds fascinating. And then a Whitney Cummings bit called Men Have Three Types of Orgasms. God, she really knows what's going to work, doesn't she? And then there's a Pornhub link that says Tommy Chong porn videos. (laughs) (laughs) Old Tommy Chong sex tape. Yeah, no, he's not in any of these. Oh, he's the <clears throat> wild. Um, okay, so here's here's how he closes out this like a uh, ex- extremely well thought out and meticulously written review for the stoner comedy Far Out Man. Mm-hmm. Just Chong. Chong's attempts at magical realism are abysmal. Such as um such as the animated sequence around the amusement park of Hippie Land. So this guy didn't <laughs> like the part where Chong got super stoned and started dreaming of like a Hippie Land amusement park. Yeah. Yeah, he he wasn't into that. Sans Cheech, Chong is marooned in one of the worst comedies imaginable. One star. I think that from now on this should be a thing we look for, someone who uses insipid <laughs> puerile and abysmal all in the same review that's like the trifecta but then there's like the next the next review is just like fucking hilarious brah <laughs> you know <laughs> well uh, this person this person says here's another one that's like i don't even know like why why they're why anybody's going after this movie so hard right. this person gives it one star uh the simon and he says mark kermode said that Ice Age 2, The Meltdown, was the death of narrative cinema. I present a counter-argument. Who said it? Mark Kermode. Yeah, yeah. Quoting some guy. I don't know if that's some sort of like a philosopher or like a movie reviewer. But the isn't that just like an animated kids movie, the Ice yeah. Age 2? Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason getting that upset about Ice Age 2. <laughs> oh, he is a uh, film critic, Mark Kermode. Oh, okay. Let's look up his famous Ice Age 2 review, you, I guess. Uh, That's what put him on the map, Doug. According according to the pictures of Mark Kermode, he's a real dick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post it on the website. Uh, here's the review of this from Goremaster. says, movie with chomp. <laughs> sorry, I, can't, I, gotta, I can't stop laughing when I do these ones. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, one star. Uh, says Goremaster. He says, movie with chomp. From the Cheech and Chong duo, doing his traditional hippie role. The movie is good, but I miss his partner, Cheech. <laughs> it's very earnest. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's a heart warmer, that one. I get that. So what did? how many stars did he give it? Three? He gave it three stars. Okay. Yeah, yeah that makes but, sense. Yeah, uh, this, is, uh, this is Michael Elliott says, and it, as bad and as strange as this movie is, there's just something intriguing about it that makes it worth viewing if you're a fan of Chong. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Chong completist. 
you got to see this movie. Anyway, that's my one uh, one star uh, what you got for the Chong movie. I'm getting a brake light is flashing, Doug. Oh. Well, we yeah. better take that. We got to take this yeah, break. It's important. It's, important. it's important when it's flashing like that. The brake lights keep flashing. All right, we're taking the break. Pull over, take the break. Okay. to the top give me a break i'm looking forward get behind me pull out every star i want a happy ending i'm tired of pretending won't let them get the best of me whoa 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 give me a break the game is a bible give me a break and plan my arrival give me a break Welcome back from the break. What a doozy. Oh, yeah. We played it extra loud this time for all of you. And if you want to make it even louder, there's volume control on your end you can use. (laughs) Uh, So this is the point in the show where we talk about our gracious sponsor. Doug, why don't you take it away and tell them about today's sponsor. All right. Uh, This week we are sponsored by Scott and Jeff's Sleep Soap. (laughs) Uh, having, having trouble with, uh, any part of sleeping, all you gotta do is you order this soap and you just put it in your bed and you're going to sleep like a baby. No more restless legs, no more, uh, insomnia, all it. And if one bar won't do it, two definitely will. (laughs) So get your Scott and Jeff sleep soap today. We also are looking for some people to, uh, work on the, uh, manufacturing of the sleep soap which is uh we buy generic um bars of soap and then we have our our specialists carve the toss passage logo into them right yes we need that um and we have to make sure you are over you're of legal working age <laughs> we have gotten in trouble in the past uh Kip and I aren't very good at judging ages, and <laughs> we had apparently some nine and ten year olds uh, making our Scott and Jeff uh, merchandise. But uh, the sleep soap is made by adults for adults with sleeping problems. <laughs> what what percentage of purity is it? But what percentage pure soap is it? Oh, it's one hundred percent soap. <laughs> All right, none of this ninety nine point four crap. One hundred percent soap. How like that makes no sense. Ninety nine percent pure. Soap isn't a pure thing. It's not a naturally found element. No, I know. Sort of in the weird. world, even the, even them coming up with that at the marketing sort of Don Draper yeah. session. Pure. <laughs> so it sounds more. It sounds more official that way. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like that they're not bullshitting they're you. Those other soaps, you know, 97, 98%, you think, maybe. <laughs> you think it's uh, soap scientists or like soap judging panels that are giving it the purity rating? Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's 
I think it's just like a, a chemist in a laboratory who's like <laughs> melting down the soaps and, and like doing different tests with different strips of, of like pH paper. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I was always sort of like I didn't want to work in advertising because I, I found advertising to be like a little gross, I guess. Yeah, sure. But now, like, if I approached it as, all right, let's figure out a way to trick these idiots. Yeah, I know. Like, I might enjoy I it. And I mean, the what what you what we're actually doing is sort of a advertisement in a way for the channel that gets people to watch the commercials. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're just we just oh, further down. The I line know what you mean. Harder. Yeah, yeah. No, ourselves. I've I think about this often in uh, the what am I doing w- with my life <laughs> yeah. sort of way. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm just making things to sell advertising. Well, that Doug, that being said, that's the ultimate transition line mm-hmm. so you don't have to say anything about the thing you just said or what you're saying next just go that being said it's time to bring out our first guest you may know this this person doug do you know this person his name is andrew mcdonald i remember him D- doug and i's old college roommate uh, he's on the show today because he is a professional referee um and more importantly he can <laughs> shed some light on a a uh, very important Scott and Jeff mystery, the mystery of the $200 big dogs shirt. Oh, yeah. I got to find that? that thing. He's an eBay expert. I try. Has his own store. What's your store? Pr- plug your store. So, uh, well, I'm 413 Productions, and uh, my brother now is uh, the, the one where we really work through uh, is Mark, who is Monzia247. That's actually my childhood imaginary friend was named was Monzia. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, uh, his name is Andy McDonald. Welcome (laughs) to the show. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to discuss this big dog shirt. Yeah, can you can you click on this link, Andy? Okay. Your expert opinion, Doug. Absolutely. Backstory here. Well, there's no backstory really. I just want this shirt. That's the backstory. (laughs) Well, (laughs) so. But, but I have no <laughs> but idea. Like it seems, it must why. be pretty rare. Well, you got to tell them why it's, why it's, you think it's $219 though, Doug. If you click on the third picture down on the left hand yeah. side, yeah, click you could on. see that it was worn in an episode of Full House. <laughs> well, yeah. I will, I'll tell you right now that, that is an amazing, that's an amazing <laughs> shirt. I mean, that's, and I, I've done, I've, I've looked at a lot of those. I've been down to, LA a bunch of times and I can tell you my brother's been there. I've never seen a shirt that looked like that. Okay. What is so yeah. special about it? Like I can describe it. So the, it's got like a big St. Bernard with his tongue out. It's like most of the shirt, right? The front, it's real big. Sure. And it kind of says big dog in like stencil letters that would be on like your curb. Yeah. Or something. It's very nineties. Uh, yeah. Very red. But, red but it full house, it's purple. But uh, if you look at that picture, this is, do you know who these people are here? that john stamos is standing next to i mean that's in the and that's in the title there too so you know (laughs) beach boys yeah oh that's who's boys there but and who's the number one most famous beach boy of all time (laughs) wearing the big dog shirt (laughs) who is that which one is that do you see it in there yeah uh, bruce johnston (laughs) everyone remembers bruce johnston (laughs) 
famously worn yeah. by sh- Bruce Johnston of the Beach Boys on a Full House episode. That's a that's it. There's an eBay line for you right there. So when we ever whenever we put uh my brother will buy a shirt that that's a it, it, he calls it game used, right? I'm like, was that really game used? He goes, yeah. it is now because I put it in the <laughs> list. I put it in the listing. Sure. My first question is like, how much does a shirt being on full house raise the value of it? Even especially <laughs> even question. if it's not the exact shirt, it's the same shirt but a different color. Sure. And, it, you know, interestingly enough, having that picture to show it, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it does help in the advertising part. I know Mark does that a lot as well. So, I mean, it's an, it is an amazing shape and, and the 90s stuff is just on fire, but the overprint stuff too, like loud and obnoxious is really yeah. big right now. I you know, think, through. yeah, it's because all the hype beasts out there. Right. <laughs> right. I, uh, I think um, that big dog was like fancy themselves sort of a designer company in a way. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they did a lot of like limited runs on different t-shirts. Sure. So you're, so it's, so it's rare. It's a rare big dog shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. And, it, and it might not even be so much that was on the show. It's just the rarity behind it. I mean, like, yeah, I've, I've never seen, I've never seen anything like that. Let me, uh, let me ask you this. How many shirts do you think you've flipped through? Oh, geez. Um, down in your guys' neck of the woods, hundreds of thousands, I would say. Because, you know, you just go there and you just mindlessly go through, you know, for three days straight. Doug, he went to, he goes to this place, Doug. There's a guy that, like, imports old shirts from China in, like, a big crates on boats. And then uh-huh. he has this giant warehouse He's then when you go there, you have to if you buy shirts from him, you have to buy them by the pound. They weigh them. Is that true? And they're just these gigantic bundles of of these clothes. And it's like a secret unmarked warehouse with like a secret knock and like passwords and shit, isn't <laughs> that, it? That part is kind of true. Yeah, you have to <laughs> it's appointment only and you gotta you gotta be buzzed in and um yeah, it's it, it it's kind of a weird world. You can legitimately stay in there for probably 10 hours and not touch not see everything it's like a mining operation so what you do with t-shirts and and other clothing is what we do with the reviews <laughs> we dig through yeah, you guys gotta I, you gotta tell me what you guys what is what what was the name of your podcast again i gotta remember <laughs> the one star uh, that's what the kids are calling it so what are you what would your price be for this big dog shirt you would hope to get that for, I mean, if you're going to buy it in one of those warehouses, if they didn't know what it was, yeah, you're going to pay probably eight or 10 bucks for it. If they know what it is, they might charge like a hundred for it, really? you know, okay. 80 or a hundred and you could hopefully flip it for, you know, ah, that hundred bucks. Is that yeah. what you would think? I wouldn't have thought it would go for 200 bucks to no. be honest. I would think Less. maybe like 40 or 50, huh. you know, yeah, I saw the yeah. picture, picture of Bruce Johnston wearing. Well, yeah. And then of course, when you see the beach boy wearing it, then it changes <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah. He's standing rubbing up against John Stamos. So <laughs> the, a shirt like this once almost touched John Stamos. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Doug, did you, did you have any questions about the big dog shirt, Doug? No, I think we covered it. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely buy it. I wouldn't pay $200 for it, but okay. if I find one, Doug, I'm going to ship it to you. Yeah. All right, Doug, what else you got? Okay, so I I looked up some reviews on Amazon 
for Preparation H <laughs> wipes. Okay, okay. All right. And uh, once again, with products like this, I find the five-star reviews more interesting than the one-star <laughs> reviews. Okay, sure. Because the five-star reviews, they just like di- divulge so much more information <laughs> about their lives. Uh-huh. Okay, so Bob Allen gives the gives it five stars and the head the headline is butt wipes and he says i'm allergic to toilet paper literally makes me itchy for two days even after showers and i'm not i'm not sure why all brands of toilet paper cause such problems as bleeding and itching all right so he put this out there for the public as if, as if this happens to everybody right yeah i do absolutely I do absolutely endorse this product. However, it's bad for the planet, in my honest opinion. So please don't flush them. Please wipe and add to the trash. This product Wait, is this Wait, product is paper? bad at no. This is for the preparation H wipes. Oh, the wipes, yeah, okay, okay, sorry, yeah. They're like wet wipes, but they have the witch hazel or whatever in them. But he says this product is bad a for keeping your buttocks clean. I have used for many many years. No burn, no weird smell, perfect size for big hands. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> and then great for large BM or small bowl moments. That's what he wrote. Small, small, small what moments? Small bowl moments. <laughs> Bold? He meant bowel movements, but he wrote, movements. he wrote bowl moments. <laughs> and then he says... Soft and smooth for wiping and or dabbing. What if he thinks that's what BM means? <laughs> bowl moments. Oh, yeah, he could. What if he thinks yeah, I'm that? having a nice bowl moment over here. <laughs> that is a nicer way to say it. It is. I'm going to start using it. I'm get, yeah, just give me a second. I'm having a bowl moment. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, he says, helps with healing. My problems are chronic, and to be sure, I'll be using this for life. So I hope this product never goes away, and is why I'm asking for readers to please be sure not to flush. Full disclosure, (laughs) I'm not at all perfect at keeping the planet safe, so this is a selfish request not to flush them. He's worried that if too many people flush them, they'll stop making the product. All right, that's not how capitalism works, as long as people are buying the product. They will continue to sell it. However, for 85 to 90% healing, this product must be used religiously. (laughs) Also, I've never healed completely because let's face it, it's one of the biggest traffic areas. (laughs) Which is crazy. He's never healed completely. So I (laughs) recommend getting individual packets of pH totables to add to your wallet, pocket, car box, slash glove blocks, glove box, backpack or lunchbox and even your partner's purse never leave home without them never remember please try not to flush if possible especially if you have a septic tank moreover it's still bad for the city sewer system as well so that's uh bob allen's tr- uh, treatise on butt wipes <laughs> what's he wow. saying about the uh, the high traffic area back there Can you read that part again Yeah, he says, also, I have never healed completely because let's face it, it's one of your biggest traffic areas. 
<laughs> oh, this guy. I, w- I would love to get this guy on the guest. <laughs> amazing, this guy. Yeah, he, re- us through this. he wrote this September 19th, 2019. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's these wipes are, are, are badass, apparently. All the, one, all the one-star reviews are are how the package arrived improperly. So I am um, willing to believe that these five-star reviews are, are, are the real deal. <laughs> also, my favorite line is, perfect size for big hands. <laughs> oh, I got to get in how, how big my hands What's are that? into this Magnum. review. <laughs> the old uh, Magnum preparation H wipes. <laughs> I got those big hands and I got a big butthole. And I mean, yeah, big, I need big butt wipes for a big man with a big butthole. It's, yeah, it's like the brawny. Uh, they need the brawny a paper towel guy to to advertise for this uh, preparation H wipes. Andy, what else you got? I think the hardest. I don't know about reviews. It's mostly questions, though, that I that I get okay. that are infuriating. So okay, I think it's right. kind of along the same line. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when you get a, let's just say a T-shirt that's from 1982. You know, <laughs> and uh, you have it in size medium. Yeah. And the person asks you, "Well, do you have this in a large or an extra large?" <laughs> and I'm like, it's, "This isn't this isn't Macy's. This is this is a shirt from 1982." Yeah. You know, you know, the, the constant one that you get when you sell a shirt from that far back, it's like, they'll get it. And it's like, well, it ha- you know, it's stained or it seems kind of dirty or, <laughs> you know, um, it's like, yeah, it's 40 years old, you know. Have you, have you ever received any um, poor reviews of your refing? <laughs> uh, let's see. It, it, once the ball goes up, then yes. <laughs> that kind of stuff. When you're with the other refs, do they all like have thick skin or does it really, do you ever like catch a tear coming down one of the other guy's <laughs> eyes? Oh, <laughs> you, you can see, you can see when a guy gets rattled, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, do, do it, you get rattled anymore? Um, I'm, I'm getting better. I, I have a really good, uh, cause I've been doing it for so long. I have yeah, a pretty yeah. good poker face, um, yeah. on, I don't, I can't play poker in regular life, but I, I have a pretty good one out there. I gave my first tee last <laughs> last year in a youth basketball game of all things. Oh, wow. Um, it was sixth, sixth, seventh grade. Okay. And it's a guy and it's so in our local league here in DuPont, um, it's me and my son and a couple of his baseball buddies. We ref the games. Okay. Um, and it's one of the, and I also coach in, <laughs> I coach in that league tour. I did. And so okay. it's a guy that I just couldn't stand. And, <laughs> Um, and was this during a game or just like at the supermarket? Well, it's a little bit of both. We don't talk to each other much at all. And especially after I teed him up. So, um, no, it was during the game and, uh, he was, he was chipping a little too much and then he, he just wouldn't shut up. And so, uh, in the, in the professional world, we call it whacking him. I whacked him and, uh, and gave him the seatbelt. So he didn't like it too much. And then my partner, who's a, it was a kid. He's just scared. He is scared crapless. He's oh, like, no. what's, what's going on? Cause what, you know, I love the idea though of a, like a, a 15 year old just teeing up a guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. 
That'd be you amazing. Know, yeah, the, the, like <laughs> they all. It's kind of like um, yeah. They the the boys would get done when they're doing the youth games. They're like, I should have teed him. I should you know, not me. They're talking to, yeah. to each other, and I'm yeah. like, don't don't in fourth and fifth grade, don't tee up an old man, <laughs> don't tee up drunk, don't tee up a forty five year old oh, drunk guy. So this the, here here is a one star review in progress. So I'm going to okay. share with you. So right. <laughs> if you'll notice. At the top right corner, you'll see a police officer. Yeah, this is a basket, like a high school basketball. No, this is a this is the result of a fourth, no, no, third, fourth grade basketball game that my son Cameron and I were refing. Okay, um, <laughs> that is half of the half of the party that was involved in a fight post <laughs> third. I, I want to wow. say third, fourth. It could it could have been second, third grade. It was our very last game of the year. I mean, it's one of those games where even in the in the youth level, you can kind of feel this tension that's going on. You can kind of feel the crowd <laughs> as you're watching. And there's people just kind of chipping and they're jawing. And I'm like, are they talking to me? Are they talking to Cameron? And we, we, we talk a little bit and like, no, I think they're talking to – they're yelling at the coach. Youth sports is – uh, I mean, you guys remember youth sports, but it's like on crack now, you know, it's like everything has exploded. Everybody, you know, every kid at this age thinks they're going to the NBA and their parents do too. And they wow. don't know anything about sports. Wow. Um, so there's all this drama behind it. So the two teams that are playing this one kid was on the other team at the start of the year, but was getting in fights with the, with the kid and the coach so they switched him to this other team. Holy wow. cow. And this kid just never shows up to practice, but wants playing time and all that, which you have to give them playing time and all that stuff. But they're drawing at their own coach in the middle of the game because of playing time or something like that. And as soon as the game's over, the, the two parents make a beeline for the coach and they're, they're, you know, you got, you got fingers pointing wow. at him and stuff like that you're playing your son and your son's not as good as my son and wow. and the the it, the coach handled it okay but then the coach's wife got involved oh, no. and then the the two the two moms are john at each other and the the dad of the player steps in and kind of pushes the mom which guy is it can you is he in the picture yeah, uh, I think this is the coach. This, sorry, this is the coach. The 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 nut job dad is on the other side of of us. I'm I'm pretending in this picture like I'm making a phone call, and then because <laughs> I can't find the button, Cameron Cameron pushes his finger up on on it to take the picture for me. It's a secret secret <laughs> so picture. So that we could get uh. we could get video or we could get a picture of it. We should take a video. But it was like it was a melee. Like it was, they had to actually. I mean, the nine one one, the cops came. They had to get video footage from the gymnasium. Wow. I mean, it was, the 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 coach. Once the guy pushed the coach's wife, and the the, the yeah. coach was the, the military guy. Once he put hands on his wife, then it was just like a haymaker thrown, and wow. five guys pulling him. And this is over. The kid got like two minutes less of playing time. (laughs) I can't imagine myself ever like screaming at a, at a coach or at a ref at a youth game. I would just like, if it was that upsetting, I would try and have a nice conversation afterwards with the person. You're, you're a, you're a logical person who has (laughs) half brain. So the amount of parents that hate me, I can't even tell you like it's, it's remarkable. So, 
Uh, Kip, what else you got? This is from Bullock's Wine and Spirits Warehouse. Sandra Bullock's father, I believe, in Georgia, has a liquor store that he still runs. And here's a one-star review of Bullock's Wine and Spirits Warehouse. All right. Uh, Ratchet Z gives it one star and says, As a three-year customer, I experienced the rudest, unhappy, and impatient person out there. Today, he informed me my card was denied. I asked him to run it again. Same answer. I took my six-pack, said I do have money in the account, and mentioned I would go to a different register. By the time I got to the next register, he said, Well, this isn't Walmart. We have one system, and it's the same no matter which register you go to. Anyways, there is more to the story, but to tell you the truth, he made my night miserable. Like the French say, you can cross a wild river, but not a calm river, because you don't know how wild it gets. Huh. You know that term? The French term? <laughs> that French phrase, you can cross a wild river, but not a calm river, because you don't know how wild it gets. That probably sounds better in its original French. <laughs> what the heck? But also, he, there's a lot more to the story, but he's not going to yeah. tell us. No, he's, well, he's, he he should because the part he told us sucked. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like alluding to an interesting story that happened and then not telling us about it. <laughs> what a jerk, Come on, dude! This was really ramping up to something nice, and then you were like, "But anyway, I don't want to sit, waste your time with the good part of the story." Yeah, because the because his card continued to get declined. I imagine yeah. is what happened. I guess so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, Andy McDonald. What else you got? <laughs> what else I got? Yeah. But I, I did want to <laughs> share one. I wanted to share one unique story that, uh, you know, for a, for a stint there, there was a we had a, a really hot seller uh, on all of our sites that was um, used jock straps. What? <laughs> the older the better. One star. So, the older the better. <laughs> So yeah, the the old jock straps sold quite well. So you could you could the old bike ones that were made in the USA. Um, but I, uh, the the most unique story was my brother Mark had one that uh, was in really good shape, right? Yeah. And the guy asked, so he's he's getting ready. He wants to make me make a bid on it, and he says, "Is this used?" And Mark goes. <laughs> Well, it's in really good shape. It doesn't look like it was used much. And he goes, it, the response back was, can you work out in it for me? No. <laughs> no. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it depends how much you, how much you, how much you offer in. So. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, it, well, so there. So did he do it? <laughs> uh, the verdict is still out on that. Um, if, if he did or not, he's not telling. So uh, my, my bet is yes. So <laughs> I think he did too. Mark, Mark's a capitalist. So I think he's going to go top dollar. So was he selling it to only like only pervs or were there some people that actually want the, that aren't pervs? No. So what we, yeah. Um, what we found out through re cause we, we found one, I think it was Tim that found the first one and was like, and he just kind of just for a joke looked it up, you know, yeah. like, oh, look at this. And then he put it in like, holy crap, these things. And they sold for like 35 to 70 bucks, you know, like. Uh, you, I just wow. picture him like I picture him like 
having a bunch of jock straps and like a conveyor belt where he's opening the new ones. You guys are on bikes. You and all your kids are on bikes wearing them and pulling <laughs> them. down. They're repackaging them at the end. <laughs> Getting them prepped. Um, um, wait, what, what did you ask me? I, I lost my train of thought with that. Yes. Oh, the, sw- the sweatier, the better, huh? Apparently. Well, so, yeah, people buy like used underwear from from women sure. and stuff. So then, yeah, and then, uh, well, and eBay got hip to that. I don't, I don't do it. But. The disturbing thing is when you, oh, there's a lot of disturbing things about that, obviously. But uh, when you look at the, because when you do the research on it, the images that come up on eBay are uh, oh. like, you want to make sure no one's looking over your shoulder. There's like something this to show one. a game worn. So the first, the first one, the first one that I sold, I jokingly, I threw a banana in it just to yeah, like show sure. how it held and yeah. that thing sold like wildfire. It did. I wasn't, I wasn't going to put it off, but yeah, it was hilarious. I was giggling the whole time. Why are you not just focusing on this? <laughs> <laughs> They're hard to come by. I'll tell you every time I find one, I buy it. You got kids, man. Just start that thing up. I was talking about the factory. No, yeah, but. Also, I could see his school district saying, "Did you get? Oh, yeah, yeah where did where'd you get those from? Yeah, I'm hanging out in the locker room after school. Like, it's like, did you know hey, that boy, uh, Coach McDonald is yeah. selling used jock straps them from the junior high? Yeah, You're like we are coming in with your own bin and a sneaky whistling, picking yeah, them all up. The old... I'm I'm filling in for the the janitor today. It's just selling. But you were saying that right e- eBay caught wind of of this and did did they do something about it so yeah so what you said was you know they they don't let you sell used anymore so you had you have to market it you have to market them as as new so you can't sell them as used oh is that is that since covid or is that an actual thing they no it's been the last like three or four years so because i think used like you said used underwear and um was was actually selling as like a perv market on there oh they they just want to keep um, it a little more straight and narrow classy yeah so but that's so you still list it as new but then that's where the the conversations come in so you still list it as new yeah and the pictures (laughs) that they see then they ask the questions so it's new but i see this uh, oily stain Uh, yeah, I was always fascinated by those Japanese vending machines you always hear about that sell used women's underwear. Yeah, right? oh. I was thinking about the the you know it'd be great reviews. It'd be edible undies. You guys ever eat any of those? Like when you're like kind of like low on funds. I sneak them into the movie theater. <laughs> Doug, should we move on to anything? Oh else? yeah, let's do anything else. Uh, <laughs> Doug, anything else? Um, hold on. Nope. Okay, and, Andy. And, anything else? Oh, yeah. uh, no. No, nothing else. I don't have anything else either. So uh, I guess we're done. Oh, we did it. What a show. show. Whether you enjoyed the show or you didn't like it, you definitely had an experience that's uh, deserved of at least and only one star. So like it or hate it, you got to rate it one star. Go ahead, Doug. That's right. And remember, folks, there's uh, plenty of other podcasts. So if you don't like this podcast, try listening to a different one. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Perfect. Toss with Sash 3000 out.